At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome back. VEASAN has a podcast to help you bet college hoops. The VEASAN College Basketball Betting Pod. Tim Murray, Matt Humans, Adam Burke. Three episodes breaking down games, looking at props, and the future market to help you out. Check out VEASAN's College Basketball Betting Pod wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, we are starting this hour with the madness. We'll recap a little bit of uh, the Sweet 16 and get into what Julian Edlow likes tonight. And this weekend, he is a betting analyst with DraftKings. His podcast is called Unreasonable Odds, and he joins us here bright and early on a Friday morning. Julian, good to have you on the show tonight. Uh, I know that you were up late on the East Coast last night, man. And uh, what did you think of those games overall? Nice call. You had Bailey on a player prop to go over. That made a lot of sense last night, and that one cashed. Yeah, recouped a little bit of the UCLA damage. Um, I would be much more frustrated with that UCLA play if I didn't have the Zags 18 to 1 in pocket. That kind of factored in a little bit for me. But uh, yeah, I'm, uh, you know, I watched the end of UCLA Gonzaga. I cannot believe that UCLA regained the lead in that game somehow and lost um, and have just slept on it. And now I'm up trying to, trying to figure <laughs> out this Utah Gonzaga matchup with no sleep, but I, I I feel like I have a side in it. I yeah. can't believe Strother took that shot. And it's, that. Yes. I, right. He's got all his momentum going downhill. It's a handoff. <laughs> There's plenty of time to get to the rim. And nope, just pull right up. Uh, a lot of Jalen Suggs vibes on that shot, right? From the logo, by the way. Yes. Out of the timeout. Yeah. No, so, no Timmy on the court. You couldn't play I, the guy because not, they were going to right foul him. Yeah. I did not see that coming at all. No. I couldn't believe it when he pulled that up. No. What, what, a, what a night last night. So, okay, then, moving forward, then, and let's get into tomorrow's games first because I, I had to see what the opener was going to be last night. Just like you, I'm staying up, and I'm like, yeah. refreshing. like, come on, please post UConn Gonzaga. I just want to see the number. And if I had a number in my head, if it was going to be at the right spot, I was going to bet UConn, and I did. Uh, I laid minus one. I like You told us this during the break. You think this is going to be a very public play, though, don't you? Yeah, I I talked to some people in Vegas last night, and they said after that game was over, people were running to the window (laughs) betting UConn, which is always terrifying. Yeah. Uh, But I'm I'm using my eyes on this, and I think my best analysis that I can use on this game that we just said before before the segment as we were chatting, UConn is UCLA, but without the injuries, without the thin bench, with more size, with all their health, so this team has rolled through three tournament games. I, I just feel like they are in position to to have the first half that UCLA had and not have the burnout that they had in the second half. Gonzaga seems to always put together a strong second half. So I'm not saying that they can't grind back in a game that they're down in, but I, they're not going to go. Ele- UConn isn't going to go 11 and a half minutes without making a field goal 
like UCLA did in that game. And that was all burnout because they were down so many guys, in my opinion, um, and getting significantly out-rebounded because they were down a couple of their best rebounders. Mm-hmm. UConn has all those guys on the floor. So I, I just think that UConn is in great position to to have the first half that UCLA had and then come close to replicating it. And, and I'm also – uh, this just came to me when I woke up. I'm like, I have to have some some UConn first half uh, because of the way Gonzaga has looked coming out of the gates. Now, UConn wasn't very good in the first two games, but we saw what they did last night to Arkansas, came out of the gates, and that was, that was never really a game after halftime. So the way that this has gone for Gonzaga, not just in this tournament, but, but historically and in recent history, I, I feel like UConn first half, uh, whether you're laying a point or taking the money line there. I like to go money line in the first halves because there's more incent- there's less incentive to get the lead. You can always push on that tie. You're not going to tie in, in a final, obviously. So I think UConn first half money line is probably a pretty strong play as well. All good points. I'm with you on UConn and the fact that Zega's been lousy in the first half and Connecticut, one of the best teams so far in the tournament with their performances and been great in the second half as well. How about K-State about the same number against Florida Atlantic? Yeah, uh, smaller play, less conviction for me here, but I am going K-State. Uh, FAU is a really good team. They, they knock down their shots. They're a veteran team. They're a fast team. They show the ability to, you know, come back against Tennessee. Uh, you know, that, that first half screamed Tennessee. 27 to 22, it's low scoring. Tennessee controls the pace. FAU flipped it in the second half. So a, a lot of credit to them. I just think that if when you're playing with K-State, K-State can can play that game. They can shoot threes. They can play with pace. And uh, Noel can control that pace. Uh, now, the ankle has to be healthy. Uh, that is a, a massive piece of this. I think that it will be. Um, I'm going to wait to hear a little bit more news before, you know, investing too much in this one. But he came back, grimaced for a while, and then showed that he could kind of battle through it. So I'm sure today is not going to be the the best day for his ankle. I'm sure he's going to get plenty of treatment and we'll get some updates. But uh, to me, uh, K-State just does what FAU does a, a little bit better and uh, has kind of one of those team of, of destiny feels to them to to make it to the Final Four. So I'm, I'm going with K-State in this one as long as we don't get any uh, super negative updates on, mm-hmm. on Noel. Follow the money here. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Julian Edlow, our guest, betting analyst, uh, DraftKings. His uh, podcast is called Unreasonable Odds. Then uh, one of uh, tonight's games, anyway, we were just talking about this before you came on, the Texas Xavier game. Paulie likes Texas in this game tonight. They're laying four and a half. Totals high. It's about 149 here in this contest. Do you agree with him? Do you like the Longhorns? I do. I'm, I, the total seems a little high. Like, Texas is pretty good defensively. I think they're going to be able to limit Xavier some so I guess the total is a little high I I, I'm not going to play the the under on it but I am on Texas and I have some Texas tickets from from before the tournament started at plus 400 to to win the region Mm. I've been saying all along they're the team that can take down take down Houston just because Houston hasn't seen anything like them in a long long time probably since they played Alabama which is a game they lost at home uh, and they have the guards, they have the depth, they have the size. So I, I like this team. I don't want to look past Xavier, uh, but it's kind of a similar feel to Houston, except Xavier's played some big games in the Big East. Um, I, I want to give them credit for what they've what they've done, but they they just don't seem to have it to me defensively. Whereas Texas is one of those balanced teams we talked about. I think they're top fifteen on both sides of the ball and adjusted offensive and defensive on Ken Palm. Uh, which you really like this time of year. So I think they're going to be able to expose Xavier defensively. Xavier's really good on offense. They got they got the two guards, which is a, a formula for success in this tournament. I just think Texas's guards will be be a little bit better. Now, I will say up to four and a half scares me a little bit. You know, we saw how the TCU-Gonzaga game ended. You can You can be at seven in this game, which is a comfortable margin. Come down, hit a three. I am comfortable money line parlaying Texas with Creighton which I think is like minus 115, minus 120. I, I don't see it with Princeton at this stage. Credit to them for their wins. Uh, Arizona and Missouri played awful games. I think that Creighton, the way that their team is balanced, that starting five that they have is going to give huge problems to Princeton. I, I would be stunned if they lost that game. 
So rather than needing to win by five, I, I'm probably comfortable money line parlaying them with Texas at this point would be my move. Okay. Let's go over your Alabama futures here again because they're playing tonight to advance to the Elite Eight. What exactly do you have overall on Bama? And uh, are you just going to let it go, let it ride? Yeah, so in my in my best bets articles on DraftKings Playbook and when I was on with you guys last week, we we talked about Alabama minus 105 to make the Elite Eight. I think it closed minus 125, 130 range. I'm going to let that ride tonight. Um, I like Alabama in the game. I'm happy not to be laying seven and a half, a big number. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't see how San Diego State, they'll they'll match the rock fight kind of defensively. And I think the first half under could be a good look because San Diego State kind of has to set the tone here. But as soon as they have a scoring drought and as soon as Alabama makes a little bit of a run, I don't know how they do what the Gonzaga offense, for example, did last night. To, to climb back into a game in, in the second half. So I like Alabama here, and I still think they're in a good spot to bet them even to win the region. Or we keep talking about how weak the, the left side of the bracket is. We have to reach the final available on DK Sportsbook. I think it was plus 150 last I looked. So that right side of the bracket is tough. I don't know who's coming out of there, but it's going to be a really good team. You can just bet Alabama plus 150 to make that final and then go from there. Um, I will preface it by saying I do have a 40 to one Creighton ticket in pocket. So it's almost, you know, I need to get the matchup. I need uh, Creighton and Alabama to win these games, but it's almost a little bit of a hedge off of a Creighton ticket as well. If you like Alabama in that game. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want the dogs to be barking tonight. If the dogs are barking tonight, I'm, I'm in big trouble guys. <laughs> uh, follow him on Twitter. He is at Julian Edlow. And again, his podcast is unreasonable odds for DraftKings. Good luck to you tonight, sir. Uh, have fun watching the games. Thank you, guys. Good luck to you all as well. Yep. Thank you. We said this during the break, too, before he came on. We all agree with this, right? If UCLA is at full strength, they're not losing that game last night. No. no. That might be the best team in the country, full I, strength. I, I agree. <laughs> with that, It's not fair. With that offense, and if you have Clark and Bona down low, I mean, it's, it's how good they are defensively then. I feel bad for Mick Cronin. He's a good, he's a good coach. They, they, were, they were winning that game. I, I tell you what. A fully loaded UCLA team against UConn to go to the Final Four. That's yeah. why, like, yeah. we need we need a little bit more balance in these regions. Upsets happen, I get it, but this West region was just as soon as they announced it, everybody's like, "Wait a second, you yeah. got five teams like in the top twelve in the country." Yeah, how do you do that? Yeah, were you watching that game early on, thinking, "Thanks, Kansas, thanks a lot." Of course, you, you're, of you're up course. twelve. You couldn't beat this team. I know Arkansas can't even compete. Blow out yeah. from the get go. Of course, yeah. I know maybe maybe UConn does that to Kansas, but I, I don't I don't think that happens. If Self's back coaching the team, Dad, I, I it's I know it's hard because you don't have a bench, but it's you really want to slow it down. You're up 13. They can't stop you. I know. I mean, they, they, I know they had no answer for Campbell. Tough. I wonder. I mean, because like Julian said, they're all going to play like 40 minutes. Do they just completely gas out at that point, or do they get like a 25-point lead? I don't think they stop them. We'll let the NBA up next. This is a very important weekend for one particular betting market. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. 
players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Become a VSEN Pro subscriber today. Get everything you need to bet the madness, only $19. Get you ready for every game, every round, unlimited access to every best bet, and the exclusive betting splits tool. You get the betting guide plus full access to VEASAN through the end of the tournament, only $19. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. All right, so we'll hit the uh, NBA card uh, tonight. It's a very big weekend, by the way, with some huge games in this sport. And as I said before the break, it's a very important weekend for one particular betting market. That's the MVP. No doubt. 16 games, days. Yeah. Only 16 days left in the regular season. And I've heard numerous people I think some of them, absolutely, I know that some of them with votes, they have said this, it's going to come down to the head-to-head. That's outrageous. We have the Bucks playing at Denver tomorrow night. It's a back-to-back for the Bucks. I don't agree with that, but this, this is what people are, I don't know, man. Yeah, what about the supporting cast could go off? The superstar could play well, but his team could lose. Sure. Or, or yeah. the, the, the superstar doesn't play well, but his team wins. I don't well, know, well, that's crazy, but you, you're right. What you have here in terms of the importance of these games uh, April 2nd, the Sixers play the Bucks, and then the Bucks play the Nuggets coming up, and then you got you have Embiid Joker Part 2, and Embiid won that big time. That was a 10-8 round the yep. first time. This is, uh, I heard Paul Pierce yesterday. He was on Dan Patrick's show, and they were kicking around the MVP, and Paul Pierce said, I was just talking to Kevin Garnett yesterday, and we agreed, now this is Pierce talking, we agreed the MVP should be whoever wins the Bucks nuggets game. <laughs> yeah. Whoever wins it, give who, it. Who, who guys might sit? That's another thing. Uh, I mean, uh, so, I know. Yeah. Actually, if you're the Bucks, do you play guys tonight? Because uh, what do we have here? Markinen's out. Clarkson's out. Do they sit guys yeah. tonight and play guys tomorrow night Good question. at Denver? I don't know. Good question. How much do you want the award? The award? I don't know. Mm. That's another thing. I don't know. That's tough. I know Embiid wants it in the worst way. That's oh, all he talks about. It. He's foaming at the mouth. Nah, he's got too much harden in him. It's don't be okay. It's but he just go. I'm the. It's three years in a row. I'm the MVP. This is ridiculous. Whatever. And I, I, I tell you, I like what. It's unfortunate, but you saw what Mike Malone said that this whole business about the anti-Joker and the race and all this, that it's like Joker's not having fun, like doesn't even want the award now Yeah, no, with I the don't. backlash and what type of guy he is. He's he like, said, this isn't fun. I don't, yeah, I don't Mal- like this stuff. Malone said that he's turned off by it. Yeah, I, I, sure. I don't you blame the guy? No. No, no I mean, I, I get, I, I've been turned off to the media nonsense for de- a decade, more right. than that. And I would agree the with The nonstop you. crap. I mean, when we went yeah. through that LeBron versus MJ stuff every year, if you spent five seconds on that, you should have been fired. It was yes. such a waste of everybody's time. And our guy in Denver, Chad Andrus, uh, big into the Nuggets, and also you know, like J.J. Redick, they'll work with DraftKings. I mean, if there's the last person that's going to care about his stats is Joker. But what, what you know, what's yeah. going on and, and chasing triple doubles and chasing numbers? They just got to win games now. Yeah. But again, the timing's horrendous, at least for uh, when you're talking about a three-peat, that I don't know if they'll blow. I think they should uh, keep the one seed. But the, the bad losses and how they're struggled, 
as Philly's taken off, and Embiid has been a beast, averaging 35 a game and shooting 60%. But the other thing is that you're getting into, and and Paul got into it a little bit with Dan, was you're talking about uncharted, I mean, rare territory here, rare air. It's Larry Bird and Wilt, right? Back to back to back? Yeah. So there's some blowback and pushback there about, well, wait, do we really want to do this? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, that, give the guy three straight MVPs. See, I wonder if that's actually, that to me seems like it's more speculation from people who don't have a vote rather than people who actually do have a okay, vote. Okay, fair. I, yeah, I, you're, I, you're probably right. Like, I don't know if that actually exists anymore, like in the NBA, the whole voter fatigue thing. Fatigue. I, I don't know if it does or not. I think they actually take it quite seriously and they look at all of the important metrics and the underlying numbers. And if it's speak, like if something jumps, they're like, yeah, that, I got to give this guy the MVP. I'll give, here's an example. Sam Amick had a really good breakdown in The Athletic this week about voting for this award. <clears throat> and his rundown, though, did include what these players did in all their head-to-head matchups. And he basically said, I'm confused. I don't know who should be the uh, award winner at this point. And he was looking for help from, from readers. He's like, if you, you want to make a case for your guy to win the MVP, he goes, I'm open. I want to see it. I want to know what you're going to have to say. Because it's, it's so difficult for me to actually find a landing spot right, right now to who I'm going to vote for. I like that. He's being as honest as possible. Embiid's supporting cast isn't getting enough attention. I mean, he's got Harden. It's a better... There's Maxi. Don't even... Jamal Murray's coming back from injuries. a nice player, but I mean, it's... Yeah. If you want to compare the supporting cast of the Sixers and the Nuggets, it's not close. However, and I have a ticket on Giannis at 16-1. to Defense? Where are you going? Defense? You can't... The Bucks supporting cast, to me, blows away the Sixers or the Nuggets. Yeah. I mean, yep. the bu- the Bucks are loaded to okay. the gills. How about the defense, though? Yeah, it's, it's what are they, 17th overall? Or, or just joker against uh, MB. Oh, they'll compare those two guys, yeah. I'm going individually. Individually. Yeah. Right. Yeah? Have you looked? I yeah. mean, how insane is the Western Conference? Again, after what happened last night. Minnesota's 500, 37 and 37. They're the seven. Dallas, the Lakers, the Pelicans, and OKC are all 36 and 37. There's 10 games left. Mm-hmm. This is Broncos. And Utah's 35 and 37. It, it appears Utah's going to go quietly into the night and fade into the woodwork. But OKC, great performance by the Clippers last night to blow out OKC. And the Lakers have a big opportunity tonight because they catch OKC on the back to back. And we'll see if they monitor SGA's limits. I don't know how they're going to play that. But the Lakers better get this one tonight. But between Dallas blowing that game against Golden State and then the the pro- protests and Cuban up in arms, and they have a tough schedule, and you don't know about Kyrie, and they don't play any defense. Plus, Minnesota's, that was a huge win at home against Atlanta. They should be okay. They get Towns back now, but they have a brutal schedule. I don't know how this is going to play out. Yeah. And not to mention the defending champs are only 38 and 36 and have all their issues on the road. How about we get Lakers, Warriors in a playing game? That is possible. We had that a couple of years ago. That is absolutely possible. Oh, and my play. God. You imagine that? Yeah. The, and, and by the way, so the latest report on LeBron is like, what, targeting maybe the last week to come back from what I saw yesterday? That's possible? They're kicking it around? Well, he also, then he, I think he tweeted something, too, about it. You know, uh, you'll, you'll hear from me. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but let's go, mm. right? I mean, you got to get in here. You're, you're getting plenty of help. Portland's falling apart. Utah doesn't want it. Utah has injuries. And uh, no, they're, the they're Pelic- not- you don't have Zion, and the Pelicans shouldn't be able to get there either, so... With yeah. the Lake, Lakers schedule, first things first, the Lakers got to win tonight. Yeah, I mean, they no doubt. And they're laying five and a half as we speak against OKC. Big scheduling edge. Like we said, how, yeah. how, how will the Thunder uh, handle this now with the back-to-back? Yeah. And they were run out last night against the Clippers. Kings put it away tonight? I Kings at so. home against the Suns. I, I certainly hope so. I just end it, finish it, let's cash this ticket on the Kings to win this division. Well, not only, move on. not only that, but the two seed. Get the two play. seed. Yeah. Yeah. You're two back of Memphis. Yeah. Now you, you you have the two-game losing streak. You had a great road trip, and then it ended with a thud when you had that horrible first quarter against Utah and then blitzed at home by Boston. So say, this they've is... had plenty of time to stew after what happened Tuesday night, uh, whatever it was, Monday night, getting blown out at home. Yeah, that two-seed is fading fast because yeah. if they don't win the game tonight, well, look at this. Memphis, they get Houston again tonight, and the Grizzlies, of course, they're laying a huge number. It's 13 in the game. So they, they will win. I can't, I mean, it would be a huge upset if they lose this game. They're $9 on the money line. Upsets happen, I get that. But assuming here for a second they win, uh, then the two seed, if the Kings can't win this game tonight, you, the two seed's going to be long gone. Like, that's not going to happen. That Memphis game should go over. I mean, they just played, and it was just, uh, 
It was a crazy score. Yeah. And, and I, I don't see any stops uh, in that game. It was uh, 130 to 125. The other thing, I would like to see uh, David Purdom or Dave Tooley here at VEASAN do, do an article on, on the Kings and, and the betting community. I mean, this is, come on. A 400 to one shot yeah. coming in? 250 to one? Whatever it is? Just, this doesn't happen just in the for NBA. their division, that's it. Just to win the division, yeah. 400 to one. Think about the teams in their division that they had to beat out. That's why they were 400 to one. The along, win, yeah, the win total was in the low 30s. Yeah, along with the team has been awful for 20 years. Yeah, yes. Okay. Yes. And I want to know like how many books across the country actually took like a single bet on the Kings to win their division. I look at this stuff all the time. I never would have considered. I mean, I never saw 400 to one, mm-hmm. but um, I, even if I did going back, I'll be completely honest. What if I said 401 in the Kings? Why not take some money on that? I don't think I would have ever said that to myself. Do you want the Warriors? Great at home, garbage on the road. Defense, great at home, garbage on the road. I know. Six is a lot, though. Six is a big number. Uh-huh. But Embiid banged up in his last game. So uh, Isn't that strange, though? They uh, He's expected to play tonight. Right. But they, they had him and lost at home to Miami. Then they sat him, and they beat Miami. And then they just did, yep. did something. Yeah. I think yep. there was something like that in Chicago. It's a very long list, by the way, of players that are either out, questionable, probable. This is why it's tricky this early in the morning. We'll give you the players who are out. Markinen, Clarkson for Utah. Kuzma's out. Beal's out tonight. Dragic, Crowder already ruled out against uh, the Jazz. God, I wonder if Silver made a phone call and said, we can't have Bucks, Nuggets, and guys sitting again after what happened the first meeting. I would respect right? the hell out of him if he did. Yep. Just say, come on, we can't, enough of this. The fan, the fans are tuning in again for this specific uh, particular matchup, and if, yeah. guy, if the superstars are sitting again, I believe on. I believe that game is on NBA TV tomorrow. Yeah, you can't put it on your own network, and then everybody's going to be sitting. <laughs> be another just bad look. Bryce Young's pro day was yesterday, and uh, did the odds for the number one overall pick move again? We'll tell you next. is Follow the Money on v Props, great menu, house specials, how many teams will win 100 games in Major League Baseball, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, the place to be. You're going up to $10,000 in bonus money by playing their exclusive squares. Place a qualifying bet, get a square on the house. If your number's on the square, match the final score, you win. Full terms and conditions available. BetRiversSquares.com. Hello to everyone. Uh, but also thanks to uh, Tom, the guy, the people who come from New England all the time to say hello. Incredible. Tom from New England, now living in Atlanta. Thank you uh, for saying hello, Tom, and also for the snacks. And, the, and Robert and the fellas from uh, New England yesterday who went to the Gonzaga game, they go to a regional every year and travel around. And uh, it was great to meet those guys and catch up with them as well. And Mike Palm took care of them. He's got he's to watch the games here in the book today. So they've been doing this as a group for 40 years. Yeah. The boys from Boston. Yep, the boys from Boston. That's really cool. And once they saw that Las Vegas was going to get a regional, they're like, that's where we're going to go. Yep. So it was great meeting them yesterday. Another uh, pro day, Paulie, in the books yesterday. Bryce Young, Alabama. He threw. Uh, guess what? He was impressive against air. <laughs> oh, he lit it up. Sure he did. Yeah. So With the lifts? Was he like Mickey? With the lips. How about that? This he, kid won't stop growing. I try to give him cigarettes. Bryce Young refused to, well, I'll say the word refused. Yeah, I like your tweet. He did not weigh in yesterday. I'm going to go with what I weighed at the combine. I stand on my combine oh, weight. Oh, yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 204 pounds. <laughs> yep. And my tweet was, I just sent out like eight red flags. <laughs> yep. Sure. And people are asking me, why does he have to weigh in? I would come back and say, why wouldn't he? Because he knows he's going to be 193 pounds. Right, right. I kind of like what Chris Sims said. If DTR is at Alabama and, and Bryce Young's at UCLA, it's like, okay, Bryce Young, please, sixth round. Is that what he I mean, said? Just if you flip them, yeah. Wow. Just we're having the exact same discussion if you flip flip teams with the guys. Right. We also says. got feedback about like uh, from Crimson Tide fans. Like, guys, enough with the Alabama hate. Uh, again, I'll come back at you and say, again, then you name me. Go ahead. Who's had who's had a good in career? In this run that Saban's put together, you yeah. name me the great NFL quarterback from Alabama. Tell me who is it? I'm waiting. Uh, by the way, again, they play with five star offensive linemen across the board every single year. They play with the best receivers in the uh, in the entire country every single year. 
So go ahead. I'm waiting. You tweet me. You email me. All this, the list of long uh, Alabama quarterbacks that have been so good in the NFL. I'll wait. And another thing is, Alabama hate? No, he's, he's 5'10", and he probably weighs 195 pounds. Has nothing to do with him playing at Alabama. It's, it's I'm not trading up to take that small of a quarterback. Right. Sorry. Well, I, I, do, I do the same. I can do the same thing with Ohio State. Of course you can. I can do the same thing. I know this is tough. This is a tough racket. And it's a guessing game, and no one knows anything. Uh, I, I also like what Chris Sims said about uh, people criticizing Hooker because of his age. His line was, we're not marrying these guys. I mean, would that, right? I like that. We need a five, six year, be strong for five, six years, okay. I mean, who, who cares if he's older? So wh- whether it's the Vikings or somebody, I mean, late first round, sure, I'd that's, take a shot on Hooker. That is interesting. I don't care about the age. Oh, well, that's all you're going to hear about a guy I like know, that, though. But I thought he made a good point. Yeah, I, I thought that, I I thought that, that was a good line. So anyway, Stroud was as high as $4. Yeah. Minus $4 to go first overall after his pro day. And then after Bryce Young threw yesterday, Stroud now came back to, to minus $3. Bryce Young's plus 225. Anthony Richardson is sitting there third on the board at plus 750. All these numbers courtesy of DraftKings. So it appears to be down to, to two guys if you, if you really believe in this market right now. Again, we still have more than a month to go. In fact, I think the draft is a month from this upcoming Monday. But maybe Richardson gets back in the mix. I think the Will Levis stuff is long gone. Long gone. His pro day is today, though. I also find the wide, first wide receiver selected fascinating. We've had different favorites here. And that has flipped. And uh, I know these experts are making the case for several guys. You know, Quentin Johnson from TCU uh-huh. was recently even money. I think that was right around the combine. He was even money. Now he's 5-1. to one. Jackson Smith Enigma from Ohio State is... Uh, Minus 250 now to go first overall. Yeah, I don't know. That tells me that there's going to be maybe some value on somebody else, and maybe it is Q Johnson to go first. Remember the year, the pandemic year, you liked Ruggs, but he was a long shot to go first. Yeah. Ruggs went ahead of uh, Lamb and Judy that year. You see Flowers did back-to-back dinners with teams? Easy, big fella. Putting it down, right? Went, what? Oh, this is the time of year. Uh, time of year to do it. <laughs> he went now, back-to-back dinners. <laughs> th- this is, uh, wh- what do you do? What do you do... In this day and age, when you go out to a nice restaurant with the team, are you going to go all in? I'm getting the, give me the ribeye. I want the bone-in ribeye, 16 ounces, and I want it medium rare. Because people were asking us this yesterday on Twitter as well. Or do you go like a more health conscious? You go with like maybe a chicken or something like that. I think I go all in and say, I'm 21 years old. Give me all that protein, man. I want the, I want the big boy. Give me, that, give me that big porterhouse. Give me that big ribeye. Oh, I thought maybe you were going, are you calling for the A1 sauce with the ketchup and going well, well that's, done? Well, see, again, if I you... I thought you were going that direction, what too. If, what if a prospect goes, I want my steak well done with ketchup? Yeah. Uh, to turn off to a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Uh, it could be tough. Yeah. You like any props tonight? I like... Give me, give me the NIT props. Do we have great, those? Great, great job by Johnny Avello. He makes a mean cheesecake... And he's got NIT props up already <laughs> with North Texas <laughs> and right. Wisconsin. Miller's 17 and a half. Quinterly's 13 and a half. Sears, nine and a half. Uh, Sheed, thir- this is just points. Sheed, 13 and a half. Sasser, 17 and a half. Mark, 10 and a half. Mm. Well, how many points are we going to get in the Miami Houston game? Total's almost 140. If it's Miami's game, Meaning their style, it's going to uh-huh. go over the total, and points are right. going to be scored by plenty of people. That, but I don't. Sat, that's a big number for Sasser, mm-hmm. seventeen and a half. Yes, I thought the same thing. Kunkel, eleven and a half. Nunge, thirteen and a half. Uh-huh. Hunter, ten and a half. Those are the points tonight. I'm high on Quinterly overall, uh-huh. long term for the tournament. Bet him at uh, twenty to one from also standing player. But tonight against San Diego State, I would not be looking to play any overs with this team. I mean, it's, somebody will get there. His points are going to have to be scored at some point, but to go to, to, go to battle with uh, Brandon Miller over 17 and a half. How about three threes? It's a hard pass. Yeah, two and a half threes as well. I don't think I can do that either. Anything you want at DraftKings. Assists, points, rebounds, threes, uh, combos, team props, and then they also have the, uh, like, like if you get the blowout scenario. Yeah. You have the, the, the three-way, the five-way, the, the 12-way you could bet. You know, winning the margin band, yep. and, and uh, like, will someone win by 25 or more? And I mentioned that big ticket that cashed on UConn with the blowout. Sure. Um, so I don't have anything on the props as of yet. Okay, let me run this by you. How familiar are, are you uh, with this guy who's covered Boston sports for a long time? 
uh, Dan Shaughnessy. Well, very familiar. Very familiar? Yeah. yeah. I guess he's kind of like uh, more negative, though, towards Is that the Boston whole... sports. Okay. His whole shtick has been well, I don't know, miserable lifestyle. I'm not an expert everything. on that, but that was yeah, okay. kind of like a uh, wet blanket, gloomy Gus. Okay. But respected. He's been on the show, yeah? We've had Shaughnessy on. Sean, he's been on twice. Uh-oh, what happened? Uh, he wrote on Monday, he was doing a column on sports betting. He's been on, yeah. He wrote on Monday, uh, Monday morning on Ness, and I stumbled into a hideous show called Follow the Money. Oh, no. Okay, so first of all, Dan, let me correct something here. It's impossible to stumble upon something where you've been a guest twice. So, didn't like the show. He said uh, he listened to two guys agonizing over the final seconds of every NCAA game from the weekend. While discussing strange happenings at the end of tourney games, already won or lost, the gambling experts chastised network announcers for not calling attention to how final minute random plays affected point spreads and betting lines. He sounds like a hoot to be around, huh? Can you imagine this guy? And I had to Google him to see his age. My guess was 68. He's older. Uh-huh. He's 69 years old. Could you imagine Dan Shaughnessy flying out to Las Vegas and watching games with that dude at a ballroom with 2,000 people for the tournament? You want to talk about the ultimate fun poison? I could be around for someone like him reading this blurb, wherever it is. I, I didn't, that's the story that, that somebody sent me a screen grab of it. I would be able to put up with him for like eight seconds and just say, get your miserable ass out. Yeah. Dan, did you turn us off? and find a marathon of Little House on the Prairie? Is that what you were looking for? Did you go outside and pan for gold in the backyard when, when you were trying to blow off some steam after listen, listening to us talk about point spreads that came down to the final seconds? Huh. Like, how unrelatable could you possibly be as a human being? Wow. My comment was, how do these announcers, they have to do their homework, or the producer needs to tell them in the of year. Of course. Because, the, because, because you have reviews late in the game, and the announcers are just saying, well, this is meaningless. It doesn't matter. The outcome's decided. Uh, meaningless. It's not a meaningless basket. It's, not, it's very of important. Why do you it's think the reason is, people are watching. Yes, it's the reason why this event has gotten so... Actually, I'm, we're having fun right now, and I will say that for a guy like Shaughnessy, who's been so negative in his life, and again, just sounds like the worst person to ever be around... The fact that a 69-year-old curmudgeon who's been a sports writer his whole life says this tells me we're doing something good. It confirms to me that this show is doing something the right way, and it's what people want, and, and they like, and they find it entertaining. So actually, I thank you, Dan, for writing that about us. That, that uh, makes us feel even better about the show and where it's at. Do You Concur is up next. What happens in March will also happen later in the year. What is it? We'll discuss coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. DraftKings Casino brings you a new era of your favorite games, blackjack, roulette, slots, plus live dealer table games. Paid us some huge wins again. A player bet $10 and won $108,000 on Divine Fortune. Another player bet $25 and won $50,000 on Hypernova Megaways. Download the DraftKings Casino app. New customers get a deposit match up to $2,000 in casino bonus funds when you sign up. Download the app. Use code VEASAN, VEASAN to claim the offer. Great moments in history have begun with a question. They are not to be. That is the question. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? And what kind of hair product does Mitch Moss use? But follow the money wants to know. You concur. Concur. What, sir? You concur. All right, Paulie, here we go. Uh, It might not happen right away, but a Princeton or a Fairleigh Dinkinson run will eventually happen in the college football playoff. You concur. Ooh. I'll say no. What? I mean, what? They, we don't have this though in college football. Okay, but I mean, I'll how, say, how little is the little guy then? Like a like a Cincinnati? Yeah, they can uh, win a game or two, and that team that was good a couple years ago and undefeated. I mean, how? But I mean, if you want to go really low in terms of a team outside of a power conference in college football, I just think the difference in, in, in size in the trenches would be too much to overcome. Yeah, I guess I'm talking more along the lines of. 11 or a 12. Snuck into the playoff. They're maybe a mid-major. Coastal uh, Carolina type thing? Middle of the pack. That that low? Appalachian State. Okay. Uh, Right, they get in. They're a 12. Oops, look at this. They're catching uh, a 10 and a half. They beat the five. Second round game. Oh, they're live all of a sudden in the third quarter. mm. It might not even be that. It might be, let's say it's a... Let's say it's a 12 seed who was the third team out of the Big Ten that year. And they just, they had to put somebody into the playoff and then all of a sudden they're going to the final four. Yeah, I'll say no. You don't think it's going to happen? No, no. It might take a while too. But that's again, but again, the thing in college football now is the haves and the have-nots. I mean, who who's in the discussion now? I mean, all these teams from the American are now in the Big 12. They're going, they're moving in there. And then everyone from Conference USA is going to the American. Yeah. So it's like, well, who's? There are no have-nots that are basically right. And the, who, the, these schools might just break off and do their own thing too. I don't know. Yeah. With the power schools and, and uh, well, in fact, Oklahoma and Texas going to the SEC. Even, eventually, we might. This could be a, a, a you know conversation could be totally moved because we might have three super conferences. That that's possible. Like so, when right. that's possible, then forget about it. it's not going to happen. Like a Boise State. Could a Boise State from the Mountain well, West yeah. Conference, like that team 12 Absolutely. years ago, could have Absolutely. done a lot of damage. They were a top five program, top five yes, team. Yes, they were. Absolutely. All right, do you concur? When you have a situation like yours, or similar to mine, uh, when you're dating a girl and everything's back, 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 comes right in a row like that, you, you should be able to just go one two-day blowout, and I just give you a bunch of gifts. And it's not, like if you go, if you're looking at anniversary, birthday, Christmas, Valentine's. You got to give me some wiggle room here. You got to help me out. Okay. Do you so, concur? Well, yeah, of course. But I mean, it depends on how close they are. Like you can't expect all jumbled gift. up. You can't expect gifts and, and to go all out like four straight times, even though it's something. It's something every month or twice or twice a month. Yeah, I mean, if you what get, you have to deal and what you deal with and how it falls on the calendar. So we're removed right now. My wife's birthday is today. 
uh, our anniversary is Monday. So we're... Well, you just had Valentine's, though, because you had Valentine's anniversary, yeah, we birthday. You coming off of Christmas? It's like, how much can a guy take? At, at least Christmas is now three months removed. And we okay, don't right. go nuts for Christmas anyway. We really don't. So that's kind of the agreement that we have. I think, yes, like, she's got, put it this way, she's got a good weekend lined up. Well, Mike Palmson, right. But Mike Palmson yeah, yesterday, where his son, I think, is 27th, his birthday, uh, December. So can, you can just, you should be allowed to just say, I'm putting everything together. This is your, uh, Christ, uh, this no, is your Christmas and your birthday. A thousand percent. What, what am I going to do, a double header here? And I think it's, well, this is the thing, right, about com- finding your partner, your soulmate. Like, they're going to accept that, too. They're going to understand that's part of the gig. Yeah. They don't They don't need something spectacular like every single event that's going to be in the calendar year. If so, then bye. You know, I also think of my loser father uh, who would, you know, the alcohol consumed him and it was a drunk at the end. But remember, he bought a hat that says, this is my costume. Right. And he would wear it like on June 12th. It was supposed to be for Halloween only. But that's kind of like, why don't, what are you doing uh, the rest of the year? I mean, be honest, can, 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 I like that move. I mean, can't I just, I can't buy you gifts in October? I can't say, hey, let's like take a trip in September. Why is it going to be? No, of course. That, yeah. And that, that's I got that from my best one of my best friends out here in town 20 years ago. He's like, Mitch, trust me. He's okay. like, yeah. have have an agreement where you're not going to get anything from Britain. These Hallmark holidays, you're going to punt on those, and then you're going to surprise your wife out of nowhere, like yeah. in June. Like, that's a great idea. I love it. Do you concur? Better run in their prime. I'm talking episode week in, week out. Seinfeld or Sopranos? Well, what, what's I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Seinfeld. Do you think? No, I would say Seinfeld. Yes. You would. Yeah, Seinfeld's the, the, in. Yeah, in the run it that that show had from probably seasons I don't know three and a half through seven, four through seven, a whole way. It's one right after another, where it's not. I mean, it's thirty minutes, twenty-two minutes of it nothing. It is happening, but right, you're right. I'm looking at season four, Bubble Boy, Cheever Letters, The Opera, The Virgin. A show that changed television, uh, the episode that changed television, the contest, they never used the word. The airport, the pick, the movie, the the imp, the junior mint, the the junior mint, I mean, crazy. Junior mint, I would have guessed like season two. Yeah, what a run. Season five, again, from, you can throw on any like season beginning in that wheelhouse and just let it go for like 10 episodes and you're gonna laugh out loud every single time. Yeah. Uh, it's great for Major League Baseball if Otani goes to the Mets or the Dodgers. Do you concur? Thousand percent concur. He's lost and, and buried right now with the Angels. You need the, the best players on the big stage. It's the same thing for Trout. Well, you just saw with the WBC and why people lost their minds. This is incredible. The final at bat, except Russo. Uh, but it's right. But it's you got to have the guy on the big stage playing for all the marbles. And also, who's watching Angel games? Yeah, you know, we but were. But if getting... he's with the Yankees or the Mets. You can throw the Dodgers in there, too, but you're right. But imagine if he's in the number one market and it's East Coast bias, and then he does what he's doing. Not to mention he's going to get $500 million. I mean, uh, yeah. it's, oh, I can't imagine how much it would mean to baseball and whatever organization, and I hope the Mets get him. I think the ultimate landing spot would be somewhere on the East Coast. Yeah. To really maximize the popularity. Can you imagine? And showcase his overall wow. incredible talents. Who's watching an Angel home game at the first pitch at 7 7 on a Tuesday night? But Shaughnessy's eyeballs are probably popping out of his head on Monday okay, night, by the way. Yeah. He's no Bambino. This yeah. Otani. Back yeah. in my. Yeah. Um, regardless of who wins the MVP, Giannis Antetokounmpo is the best player in the world. You concur. Yes. Yeah, I concur. It's it's pretty close at the top, but he's still, when it comes down to it, which guy would you take? Which guy's the best? It's got to be him. When you, all things considered, what he does offensively, the, the defensive side. The 50 piece in the finals, winning the title. Yeah. 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 Defensively, defense, just blocking yes. shots all over the map. Yes. Who would you take after him? Right. Oh, God. Boy, that's tough. Would you go Embiid number two? I no. can't go Luca because of the lack of defense. Even though he's a, he's an assassin. I mean, that's a tough call. No, I'd probably go Joker. You would go Joker I mean, too? I don't know. That's a, I don't know. I, I mean, think about Cur- that. Curry still has to be very high on the list. I know he's uh-huh. 35 years old. I don't care. Good. All right. Great job. I, I, I want to open that one up to the audience. Do you think you'll get a a, a college basketball type thing in college football? I know. Yeah, there'll be upsets. But, I mean, would a Coastal uh, – that's the best example I can use. Of recent years. Right. Would a Coastal Carolina make a run? 
against a five, yeah, but can Coastal Carolina be? But that's again, no one beats Alabama and Georgia anyways. How, how good they are. Oh, that's not what I'm asking. But I mean, because Fairleigh Dickinson and Princeton, we don't expect gotcha. them to win the national okay, title. Gotcha. Okay, like, I got you. What happened with Butler, I think right. that's pr- probably like to the unlikely part where it's like maybe half of a percent where it could happen. That's not going to happen in college football. Okay. Okay. Where you take a program like that and say, hey, back-to-back years, why not? You could play for the national title. It's a lot. Yeah. We're talking about winning, you know, three, four games every single year then in the playoff. I'm just talking about advancing a couple of wins. Okay. You know? Now I see. All right. Yes. Do you think that tournament can get bigger than March Madness? They're bigger than the Super Bowl. Well, betting handle it with betting handle, right? I just or if they do it the right way, every couple hours, games kicking off, and yeah. you get on co- with the conference on campus sites now. Yeah, with the quarterfinals. Yeah, yeah. yes. The the part yes. that March Madness, this is going to be the March Madness trump card forever, is just the amount of games. Yeah, you can't touch. I mean, the, the games on Thursday and Friday, it's the two yeah. best days out of the entire yeah. calendar year. Yeah, and we love talking about what happens yeah. at the end of them too, when point spreads are up in the air. <laughs> it's the best. That's what the entire country wants. Uh, up next, Eli Hershkovich is going to join the program. Mm-hmm. Better handicapper, uh, loves college basketball. Uh, he likes one of the dogs tonight. And I, again, the closer we're getting to tip off here tonight, I would tend to agree with him. He'll make a case for a big dog. Find out who it is coming up here and follow the money is Vsin the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.